whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best this is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here, along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and uh, Nelsa Cox. We're so glad to see you this morning. And uh, we we hadn't been in touch. You you've been busy all over the place: Greensboro, Oak Island, Fuquay, and uh, I don't know where else you've been. Garden but, Hut. <laughs> well, yeah. that's Fuquay. Yeah, yeah, that sure is. Hey, the mayor's not going to run for election anymore. No, sir. Mayor uh, Burns. Mm-hmm. How about that? He's been mayor for at least 20 years, hasn't he? I think so. Yeah. 20, 20 plus, certainly. The first time I saw him was when we were at your place, and you were having some kind of shindig at the garden hut, and I had to sit on this thing, and people would throw throw softballs. Oh, Gosh, and uh, yes. I would drop into the water. That's <laughs> been you know the things you have to do <laughs> to please people. I was at a pie throwing contest one time for 
March of Dimes. Did anybody you hit you? St- where you stood and they actually threw pies at you. Did you shake and bake? Did it hurt? Oh, man, <laughs> it, it, it was just a, a trauma. I'm sure it was. was you it, haven't gotten over it, have you? Was it tasty? Pretty good licking, though, while, was was, say, while you're at it. <laughs> Johnny, you ever done anything like that? Anybody, is uh, your your sweet wife throwing any pies at you? <laughs> no, no. I usually try to catch them if she does. <laughs> Dog, all right. <laughs> no, I haven't, uh, haven't experienced that. But, yeah, I remember the dunking, dunking booth. Yeah. You done that well, before? Golf I've not been the on the on the dunking end. I've been on the throwing end. Okay, you have not been the donkey. <clears throat> I was the donkey. I was the donkey. <laughs> or the donkey? No, either one. I do we know if Eileen? Do we know if Eileen is back or not? Okay, I know. Let's, I know Joseph is on the phone. Uh, Joseph, why don't we go, with Joseph, and see if Eileen will come back? Joseph, good morning. Hey. Good morning. Yeah, we got you now. How's everything? How are y'all doing this morning? We're all right, buddy. How are things in Fuquay? They're, they're mighty fine. I'm sitting out here uh, with my parents on our, our new patio looking at all of our wonderful horticulture we have out here. And well, that did all of that come from, from Nelson, the garden hut? I mean, did she make the patio and all of that? <laughs> she did not make the patio. Oh. But I would say she's responsible for probably about 90% of our uh, garden yeah. that we have. And uh, and also, uh, Garden Hut has a wonderful selection of of uh, wild bird material, which that's my forte. I'm, oh, I love I'm birds. A bird what kind of birds do you like the best? I like the Carolina wren. I like to a, to listen to that. I mean, they're tiny little birds, and they get out there and just sing and shout, and you know, in the morning and then in the afternoon, it's like they're saying, "Well, we're we're getting ready to go out." <laughs> Watch out. And then at night, it's like they're calling their mate or something. I don't know what they do. Well, we, we have several of them, and, and they are very personal birds. They they enjoy being around humans, and uh, we have several of them on our porch that make nests in the flower pots. Yeah, we used to have one that would come up on our front porch uh, and get in, in a corner when, and go to sleep. Up there, and a little t- tiny little uh, tail hanging my, down. Yeah, I have one of those. It's so I sweet. love that. I, it is sweet, and I love the cardinals, the cardinal family, because they stay together all the time. And I, I've seen them out there training their their offspring before, and the bluebirds, of course. Well, yeah. shout out to my bestie at Oak Island. They refer to the cardinals as Ed and Edna. Yeah, uh-huh. well, that's right. You should have names for them. Yeah, because they. Well, the- the most colorful bird I've ever seen is sitting in the studio with you this morning. His name's Rufus. Well, he oh, is a bird. Goodness. He oh. is a bird in this world, as Andy Griffith used to say. Maybe I'm a cockertail. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. How about like that? that well, by the way, I want to know, you're a birder, Joseph. And by the way, Joseph is uh, a native of Viquaverin. His mother and father run a wonderful truck <coughs> driver school, and he is uh, – with CNN in Washington, D.C., big Washington, D.C. right now. And have you ever heard or seen a whippoorwill? When I was a boy growing up, I used to hear whippoorwills all the time, and I haven't heard one or seen of one in probably 30 years. Yes, sir. They uh, Whippoorwills are in the, in the nightjar family, and they're uh, uh, closely related to chimney sweeps. Uh, which a lot of people in this area mistake chimney sweeps for whippoorwills, which 
you'll see them uh, in the sky at night, uh, right around dusk, uh, flying, flying kind of, kind of frantically. But uh, the call of the whippoorwill certainly is unmistakable. And once, once you hear it, you know. Oh, absolutely! Wonderful Hank Williams song. Now I always That's think not- of the. I always think of. Was that uh, was that you, Jason? Oh, is that? Oh, that's, that's Nelsa. That's, oh, Nelsa. How about that? That was very good, Nelsa. Got any other tricks? <laughs> oh me! I thought the Martins were the ones that were flying frantically. At, at and dust. they are—they're—they're uh, they're in the swallow family, but very closely related to the same. Uh, same genus of bird. Oh, I love the 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 acrobatics of the martin. We and had a swallow tree, swallow tree, tree swallow. Yeah. Um, nest in one of the bluebird boxes on the farm, and <laughs> got so tickled. It's tough mowing the backyard because they will they will dive bomb you for sure. <clears throat> Very territorial. Bad as the jaybird. <laughs> Jo- Joseph, are you a uh, are you a gardener at all? Um, I I uh, love spending time in the garden, especially with my parents. Yeah, and um, uh, I really enjoy uh, creating a habitat for my bird. Uh, we have been um, uh, putting out a lot of sunflowers and and some of these uh, flowering plants uh, with these canas that we've got right now. Canas. Um, yeah. I've got uh, seed pots. He can say it however he wants to. How do you say it? Canna? Canna, like canna tuna, canna, canna soup. I don't know. Canna. Well, if he wants to say canna. <laughs> canna. Do you say canna, canna lilies up there in Washington? Uh, well, I think I think that might be uh, from some of my time spent in Boone, uh, picking up on, on, yeah. on that. Is that the way they say well, say it up there, I, I, that's Rufus? A, that's a new word to me, but I'll go for it. <laughs> He, he did go to Appalachian. There you go. Well, that's a good school. Well, hey, your uh, your parents grow uh, uh, have a driving so truck driving school. I know that yes, that sir. that uh, the industry really needs truck drivers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They do. And I've been thinking about that in case Mister Curtis fires me. I I would love to to learn how to drive one of those big rigs. So I. Well, there there the industry right now is about four hundred thousand uh, drivers short. Golly. Uh, and you you can go to work making some very good money. They uh, their school is right there in Raleigh, where four hundred one and seventy split, and um, they they have been training truck drivers for about about twenty years. Yeah, wow, that's great. That's great. I hope the hope that picks up and and people people start driving again. That's a have, it's an interesting that's, that's life. We, it really is. And that's gosh, we have a lot of these shortages. Yeah, I know. Trucks are so luxurious now. Some yeah. of those, some of those rigs, mm-hmm. where they uh, they have to spend the night in them, that's uh, pretty snazzy. Well, Joseph, I'm I'm glad that you called, my friend. I, you need to call yes, us from sir. Washington once in a while and report on things. Absolutely, I'll I'll be more than happy to give y'all an update. Thank you. You well, take care of our. But, fr- go but ahead, Justin. Please. Before you go, I got somebody sent me in the mail today. Email. A quote that I did some years ago, I don't know where or when, but it, it goes this way. I don't know what the answer is to all this division and ugly strife, but I do know listening to one another is a good start. Yeah. So that's our, our quote for the day. And the other one is from Cliff Joyner. 
uh, down in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> no, North Carolina. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, don't North Carolina. Get, oh, don't get that God. mixed up again. That, that's going to be bad. If we take care of the moments, the years will take care of, of themselves. Yeah. Uh, that that wasn't by Ruthless Edmiston. That was Maria Edgeworth. Okay. Whoever she is. So uh, wise, wise words. Yeah. Wise words. Joseph, take care, my friend. Call Joseph, us. I look forward to seeing you soon in about an, uh, half an hour. Yeah, call half. us again. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. Have a good one. Right. See you, bud. Bye. Let's try Eileen again. Eileen, good morning. Yeah. Bless your heart. I am so sorry that you had to wait. We went to you, and you probably had dozed off or something from having to wait. How can we? Have, yeah, yeah. Well, let me have it. Let me have it. I know. I shouldn't okay. have left you on there so long. My question has to do with Astromelia. Um, a friend of mine gave me some bulbs, I guess, and um, it just seems like it went into seed pods as opposed to flowers. Did, can you say that again? I heard Astrocamelia or Astromelia. Yeah, Austramaria, I think is what she was saying. Is that no, what Austramaria? Yeah. So, did you just have the stalks that bolted, shot up? Yeah. And, so, and I, I got a little color, and then all of a sudden they just kind of went into yeah. seed pods. Okay. So, prune those seed pods out, those stalks. You're trying to develop the, the little bulb or tuber that it is and get some foliage, get some size and girth to that so that it can produce flowers. What would you think, Coley? Yeah, yeah, that um, Australia's and they they can be a little tricky to to flower. Uh, we used to raise them at the nursery, and um, they seem to go through a resting period to get them to continue to to, to grow. And I I never did, I never could say I was the wonderful uh, a wonderful grower of Australia's, but it did seem you had to you really had to keep them. And and it seems like you pinch those or pull those. Yeah. Um, stalks out rather than cutting seem to uh seem to help with, with the re-blooming and rebudding of the ostrom area but yeah. beautiful flowers make great cut flowers yeah they they uh, they're called lily of the incas or yeah well now you tell me what i know what it is yeah they are they are pretty it's also oh yeah i think the world's most i don't i don't know world's most popular or most sold flower at Allsmere in Holland. It is amazing to hear that. I mean, crazy. But huh. yep, yeah. it is the number one cut flower. I think it is the. What am I trying to say? The most of the cut flowers that are sold. The, the bulk, the majority of all cut flowers are mm-hmm. Alstroemerias that are sold at the Allsmere. Wow. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That is. So, they, I'm not they last a long time with a cut flower. Yeah. So basically, they do like cooler weather. So I'm not sure when you acquired yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so that could be part of it. I would say that, um, it, it, and I didn't get whether or not you had it planted in the ground or in a container, but I think it'll come back with a vengeance next year. So I can yeah, move yeah, those seed pods off the top. I would advise that, yes. Okay. And just pinch them or pull the whole stem. I would do the whole the whole stem. Yeah, yeah, pull that pull that up. And Nelson, are are they 
on a short day, they're more of a short day. Or they, they, I know they've probably got some day neutral varieties out now, but it seems like they did better in the shorter days in the spring and then again in the fall than it did in the middle of the summertime. That that's a possibility. I I haven't even considered yeah. that. Um, I'm just thinking of the heat and the time of year when she yeah. got them, and yeah. and the fact that you know depending on what size, how big those tubers need to develop, need to get some foliage. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it almost sounds like just small little tubers that just you know flourished with the stalk, and just the, all the energy went to that, and you want to avoid that yeah. and avoid seed. Okay, I got confused because I've had them in the past, um, and I had a tree service uh, ruin that area where I had a bunch of astromelias, and so I lost those, and uh, I never had an issue with them, never. So this might be in um, a hotter place that maybe I need to transplant it. Hmm. You could try that, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was worth the wait. Do you do you forgive me, Eileen? <laughs> yes, I do, Mike. Okay, thank you. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, please call us back. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Major Dave and to Nell coming up. Uh, Major Dave is uh, in Virginia this morning, as always. That's where he lives. He's in Virginia. And uh, Nell is in Anger. We'll talk to them coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back. Boy, we're quickly running out of time, and we haven't we haven't even we're going to get to those plants that you were so nice to pick this morning, Nelsa. But we got Major Dave in Virginia. Major Dave, good morning to you. Good morning, my friend. Thank you for the, my weekly dose of home. You uh, yeah. you sent me a photo, and when I at first glance, I said, well. Major Dave sent me a, a photo of a collard plant, but you know what the photo I'm talking about? It's kind of a bluish-green plant. It is, but, but the leaves are velvety. Yeah. It's, uh, tell, her, tell them what it is, It's um, It's a type of mullein. Um, it's called great mullein, M-U-L-L-E-I-N. It's a verbascum. So is it kin to lamb's ear? Same color and very texture. possible, very possible. But um, it, yeah. you know, I've always seen it growing in the cow pastures. Um, you'll see it on hillsides, roadsides. I mean, it can just pop up anywhere. It has a beautiful, real tall purple, excuse me, yellow stalk. Yeah, uh, flower to it. So, um, have you had any in, in um, Johnny? Have you had any in there in Granville County? Or? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. They, and it's as Nelson was saying in the in the pastures. It's um, yeah, it's considered a a weed, uh, broadleaf weed normally. Okay. So, but there are people that yeah. will dry it and use it in uh, wreaths and flower arrangements and such. But and you said some people smoke it. They used to smoke it <laughs> in well, olden days. That's I, rabbit. I heard they that's would, rabbit tobacco. I think <laughs> these boys thought it was rabbit tobacco. Oh, okay. Uh, that was one of my. Are they still with us? Lord no. <laughs> I don't know, Major Dave. That's all we know. Well, that's great. I, I have a particular lima bean question because my plants are producing the pods, but there are no seeds inside. You know no what? I have the same problem. So when you find out, let me know. 
Well, that's not that's not good if if Nelsa doesn't know. Well, I, I my mom planted some, and I, you know I don't know. It might have been the seed might have been a little bit old, but um, I don't know. For every three butter beans I picked, this was on Thursday. I was like, Mama, they're flat. Like there's no beans. There's no you know butter beans in it. So I I'm not sure what the problem is. I didn't know if maybe I picked too early or they just didn't mature. Right. But they're big. Sounds they're like big. They are. Pollination they are. issue, probably. That's a good just point. Didn't get pollinated. Yeah. Well, the other side, my, um, my cook neck squash, the leaves are turning yellow as if the plants are beginning to die out like they would normally do about this time of year. But they're putting out a whole lot more buds and new fruits on the end. That's a good problem. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't know. Because it's a vine-type plant, will the, the earlier parts die off and the new growth continue to grow? The new growth will continue to grow, um, and you will have uh, some of the older plants starting to deteriorate. It's a matter of whether whether it has the the muster, the ump to actually produce probably smaller-type uh, fruit or squash, um, but... You know, that's good for squash, in my opinion, to go this long. Both zucchini and squash have gone longer this year for me than than yeah. I think most any other year. Um, and I think it's been, you know, a result of uh, just the, the weather that we've had. We haven't had extended dry periods or extrend, extended hot uh, periods. And so I just think it's been a, an overall great growing season. The other thing is I've been a little more diligent this year about keeping the boar out of the, the stalk, and um, so that I, think, I feel like that's probably helped to extend the life so that it's not, you know, perforating and cutting off the, the, the water and nutrient flow. Well, I really appreciated the tomato talk earlier because my better boys, if I had trellises tall enough, they'd be eight foot tall. <laughs> wow. Mm. wow. But, but they're not ripening. I've, I've got 40 tomatoes on the plant and they're some of them are larger than a baseball but smaller than a softball but they're not turning red yet well it continue to grow yeah and i still have a good many uh plants i think i'd mentioned that earlier that that they're just late they there are a lot of green um tomatoes on them and uh major dave is up in the mountains of virginia so that uh, he has a shorter growing yeah, season later yeah major dave you enjoying that new tractor Yes, sir, I am. I'm graduating from gardening to farming. All right. Well, that's a snazzy tractor. I got about 3,000 square feet of garden this year, and I hope to double it next year. Oh, oh man. Oh. That is, uh, that's I a lot of work. Oh, I bet you do. You'll have, you'll have other attachments before long, I'm sure. What would you get you, a Macandra? No, I actually got a Kubota. Kubota. Okay. Yeah. It's the smaller end of their line, but it's everything I need here. We're already pulling out tree stumps with it, so wow. it's yeah. a nice little workhorse. Yeah, they they are a nice bright orange, too. And see it's Major Dave when he's coming your way. <laughs> I know what I know because I listen to the show. Amen, Brother Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Good talking to you. Thank you for the Thank show. you, Major. Mm-hmm. Nell is an answer. Nell, thank you so much for your patience, and good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's happening? Well, I've got a problem. I have some, it's clover. Uh, it's like four-leaf clover. It only has just three leaves. It has, and it don't get tall. It just has a little white flower on it sometimes. 
and I've been poisoning, putting stuff on this stuff, these things for two years now, and it keeps spreading. You'll think you got it killed, and next thing I know, maybe it rains it up, it starts coming again. Well, now we have the president of the Clover <laughs> Society in here with us, and you know, well, I, I don't think you want to talk to me because my yard is clover. And those little, those little boogers, they, they, I, I, to keep it from getting into the, the flower gardens and all, I, I use Roundup. That's about the only way you can do anything with it. But I, I just love it as a, as a yard when I see the, the white blooms and the bees all over it. Oh, gosh. Well, I, you know, I, and Nelson, it is very nutritious for the soil, isn't it? Uh, well, the red clover, the clover she has, that's like the clover. Mine's green. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours is too, but um, what do you have it growing in, in beds or in your lawn? Well, it's in my lawn, and it comes, seem like, and I don't know, it, it's just in spots, and I don't know, and I should have gotten the name of that stuff, but I've had it about five years, it's probably too old. It's something uh, I bought to kill weeds, but it don't kill your grass, Right, it's a broadleaf weed killer. In anyway, there. I have sprayed that stuff for the last two years on them, and it'll look like they're, it, it's dead. Of course, grass can't grow. It chokes the grass completely out. Uh-huh. Well, but if it's, it's green in your spot. Yeah, if, you, if it's green, I'd let it grow. I mean, you get the bumblebees, the yeah. bumblebees will get to your flowers, <laughs> your vegetables. Yeah, I but think it's, it's killed pretty. my grass. Grass won't grow where it's at. That's fine. It's still yeah. green. Yeah, it's it. green, and I I just sit back and enjoy it I rather than. Too. And oh, one God. day, while you're standing over that patch, you very well might find four leaf clover. Maybe you it's might, meant to be. and then you'll have some real luck. Maybe you'll be able to kill it then. Well, I need it to get rid of this stuff. I just don't particularly care for this stuff. Well, I don't want it to keep you up at night or anything. Now you're worrying well, too much about it. Be up at night. If I get sleepy, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> I heard you tell that lady a while ago she waited so long she probably took a nap she may have you don't take a nip when you when you go to bed do you i don't what you don't take a nip when you go to bed do you a nip yeah i might <laughs> god love smart you now i don't know if there's broadleaf weed killers i think are about the only thing to uh to take care of clover but the, I, and that kills the grass. I, I've got no, that that shouldn't kill grass, the grass. My grass is, I've got pretty grass, and it's centipede, and I want that, you know, yeah. you don't have to cut that very often. Well, Johnny, uh, we have an extension agent with us. Johnny, uh, Do you? what would you say about getting rid of clover? Well, the, the broadleaf herbicides, yeah, um, and that will not kill the grass. Probably something that has more than one active ingredient. Um, uh, Quinclorac, something with quinclorac in it. Um, Clorox? Or, uh, make a quinclorac. <laughs> it's uh, Q-U-I-N-C-L-O-R-A-C uh, as an active ingredient or 2,4-D and and a mixture of dicamba and uh, mycoprop. That's that's the combination that's used in a lot of um, you need, herbicides. You the need thing it with the broadleaf herbicides is not letting it drift. Right. You know, you, you've got to be careful and not let it drift onto other uh, desirable plants because that that is a lot of them are volatile and, and they'll move on you. So you just have to be very still. You know, you don't want to do it on a on a windy day and and uh, have it drift on the desirable plants because it, it will injure that those. That sounds like a problem. But, um, well, yeah. give, give her a brand name so she 
to you. Well, but you does uh, most people just let the stuff grow and? Yeah, Rufus does. I see Nell. I I don't even try to grow grass. If it grows you some, it you grows. Don't, you don't mow grass. I'm I'm I mow grass and clover. Yeah, all mixed up together, but. You, well, it it doesn't get tall. It it just has that little ugly white flower on it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Tracks, well, tracks a lot of bees. In review, we you yeah. need two four D MCPP dicamba and Kentucky gentleman. That's three things, right? <laughs> Four things. <laughs> I don't know. We got uh, anybody give her a brand name? You know, Weed Be Gone uh, used to be the used to be the uh, the main one. Uh, Spectracide uh, also may kill grass. Kill it doesn't. Grass. Uh, broadleaf weed killer does not kill grass unless you. What did you say, Johnny? Wood. Um, uh, and I'm going blank. A southern Southern Ag Lawn Killer. Uh, with Trimec, and then Fertilone. So that is it Bayer makes some products, uh, and Bonide. Yeah, yeah so Bonide. Just, you know, looking at some um, uh, just brand names, there's lots of different ones out there. Uh, yeah, just go to a reputable garden center, Nail. At what now? Go to a reputable garden center and tell them what you've got and what you what you want to buy. Yeah. Okay. Nell, I appreciate you calling. I hope you get rid of it. If you, hey, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, well, what does it do in the winter? I think it dies down in the winter. I think it's pretty green in the winter, which would also be a yeah, good time. Yeah. Which would also be a good time to control it. Yeah, because I might just let the mess grow. I'll tell you, I've worried with this now for three years. Well, I don't want you to worry anymore now. And I think, I think I've had, got it licked, and then here it comes back again. Yeah, now, that's tough when you got a, a centipede lawn too. Nice warm season I know grass. I like my centipede. I know that's pretty grass. Oh, uh, you don't have to cut it often, you know. That's right. Don't have to fertilize it much. You know, it just just grows if you got plenty of sun. It sure does. Okay, well, I appreciate you talking to me anyway. I might just decide to let the mess grow. All right. Well, you right. you call us. You call us back anytime. Let us know what you're going to do. I, I think you'll get accustomed to it. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Nell. Goodbye. Bye. How about one, that? One thing to consider with the broadleaf. One thing to consider it with centipede, especially sometimes you have to use a lower rate on the on the broadleaf herbicides than you would on. Uh, Bermuda, zoysia, or tall fescue. So that reading the label and then following the label directions is, is always agreed. Uh, yeah. Something we, we yeah. Be careful with that that stuff, Nail. Uh, yeah. Michael uh, is in Garner. Michael, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. How can we help you? Well, first of all, let me state I have a herbicide-free house where i grow my vegetables and wonderful I, I don't understand why people use herbicides do you have a uh, a, a herbicide free uh, something uh, ingredient for getting rid of clover I, <laughs> i've got about 10 pounds of clover sitting in my shed right now that i when would be the perfect I, I throw it around all the time 
Oh, I you mean, and Rufus. Oh, yeah. You and Rufus. You're just obsessed. All seasons of the year. Well, I, I love bees. I, I love butterflies. And I, I just love nature. And I don't understand why people use herbicides. Yeah. But my question, and, and I know you guys have sponsors, so we I can't go there. But uh, I'm wanting to grow a fig tree. And people tell me that if you grow them too close to your house, it'll it'll it's it's up on piers. How close can how far away do I have to get for a fig tree? Because I I've, well, I've they heard... get pretty big. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but they love they love that little bit of protection, Michael. Exactly. Yeah. If you've got yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, what what's the best side of the house to to plant? Well, a fig uh, tree. <clears throat> so. At the garden hut, I have my grandmother's cuttings that she rooted in May of 2005. So they are now, what, 16 years old, and they are on the southwest side. Um, they do amazing, and they are protected by another group of trees that's just on the outside. So they get plenty of east-south sun, a uh, little protection from west sun. At our farm, we have some on the south side, and then we also have one on the west side. Uh, the one on the west side, well, both the one on the south and west side, um, they have a, one of them has a gazebo, so it has a protected area like we were talking about for the winter time, and it's literally right on this block foundation, and it's it's never uh, hurt that, interfered with anything, um, so it's just perfect. It actually casts a little shade over on that side, um, so they do great. Yeah. They're very good. And what, what, which one would you recommend? Uh as we, far as good eating. Okay. Brown turkey is my favorite. Um, I've had Celeste and a couple others, but Black Mission, uh, is that right? Black Mission, Mission Black, whatever. Um, but brown turkey is my favorite. Rufus has uh, Celeste. I, I, Those I, are much bigger. I favor Celeste. They're bigger. I don't know. My brown turkeys this year wouldn't. Oh, even, my goodness. They wouldn't even fit in the. We, wow. we were putting them in uh, cartons of eggs, you know, dozen eggs. Yeah. Party, and. Uh, were you We're selling huge. them out there? We were selling them at uh, the garden hut. Yeah, mm, boy, yeah. that's good eating. But you you don't want to plant the thing close enough, Michael, where it's going to interfere with the. If you have to paint the house or True. do something like that, but yeah. the closer you can get it without touching the house, it's going to do that fig tree good for the protection it gets. We yeah. we do directional pruning on it, so we keep it pruned off the the little lean to there. Johnny, you want to add anything about figs? I, I was worried about the room. Well, just. The roots, yeah. That uh, if you bring it off far enough, where the 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 branches and stems will not be affecting your house, the roots will not no. affect it. So if you bring it off that far, probably ten feet or so, um, off the house, then then you should be fine. And as Nelson was saying, the protection protect it from the north. Um, so that that north and in the, the winter time, a lot of times can uh, can can mm-hmm. do some damage to it and. Um, yeah, the the brown turkey and Celeste are, are the two best varieties for this area. Celeste, I believe, is a little cold hardier than the um, brown turkey, but they they both will will do well. My mother in law had some up in Elizabeth City, up in the northeastern part yeah. of the state, and she get two crops a year out of hers. She we, wow, we, we do as well. And then a late summer. That's crop. great. Do you? Okay. Yes. Yeah, we just we're lucky to get one here in Creedmoor. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, in my our farms in Greensboro, Julian area, so. Uh, they're oh, okay. a little bit cooler than we are here in in Fuquay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, I hope that helps. Oh, it helped a lot. You guys are great. I appreciate. Thank it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the family. 
Thank you. And just to add to that, um, if we went into a very dry, hot summer starting in May, June, sometimes that first crop will get as big as your thumbnail and kind of mm-hmm. drop yeah. um, eventually yeah. or, or whatever, and then you get more of the, the late summer, early fall crop. Uh, but this year, it's been a bumper crop of figs. Nelsa has money out. Nelsa, you know, that's something I ought to start. I ought to just start. Uh, money tree. She's yeah, playing with the Paying me direct. Bill. Paying me direct. Now, she's an advertiser. But uh, you can start paying me direct too if you want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn it down. I that's. I kind of like the idea. As a matter of fact, I was little hoping little. Would, hoping she'd lose it on the floor. A money under the table. Money under the table. Yeah, <laughs> that's my motto. So <laughs> no, don't take that away from politicians. <laughs> But remember now, I'm recovering. That's right. That's right. I'm recovering. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener. Not much, but more of the Weekend Gardener coming up. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And we've run it into the ground this morning, I think, finally. <laughs> you know, heat is really tough on your car. It's been, uh, it hasn't been as hot this summer, but it's, gosh, it's really tough on the car. You think the battery uh, is is really damaged during the winter. It's the, the summer that gets it. Uh, and, you know, if your battery's weak, the heat will speed up that failure rate. And so you need to get that checked at King's Auto Service in Raleigh. And uh, your AC is working even harder this summer, during the summer. But you need to run it year-round, keep it lubricated and everything. Uh, But you need to keep it in good shape. So get a check on it, summer check from King's Auto Service. They'll check a lot of things, including the AC and the battery and the hoses and belts and the tires, of course, and if you have a Toyota Prius or some type of certified of uh, some type of hybrid vehicle, they have certified hybrid technicians at Kings, and they're ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for a replacement. This usually occurs around 150,000 miles, but they can really go for a long time. But you need to keep checking on it. Call Kings today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service, Kings Correct Lube. You get your oil change there, too. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. Kings Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Dean Bailey, all those folks, they're smart, smarter, um, smart, some of the smartest people in in mechanics now uh dealing with i mean it, they have to be so um they really have to be smart i mean i've always thought mechanics were smart anyway all, all the things they, they can do but the computers to, yeah all they have to keep up with now i mean they have crazy. to be math majors and everything else yeah so you know you can trust dean bailey i'll tell you that we only have a couple of minutes Nelsa, but you you brought some beautiful plants that we've sh- we've uh, shared on facebook start with the hydrangeas well, um, there's one called Quick Fire. Um, it has kind of the ray and sterile flowers, so kind of the lace. It's a lace leaf. cap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also have one of the the endless summer, still looking good color, limelight, little limes. Um, move real quickly into the perennial hibiscus. They're stunning this year. They're starting to really show off their dinner plate sizes. 
this is a series of, of one called Head Over Heels. Uh, one is Blush, and one is, uh, I believe, uh, Passion or Plum Passion. I can't think of exactly. Uh, the salvias are looking good, black and blue. Butterfly bushes are looking fabulous. Uh, roses are looking good, putting on another flush. Uh, we have a guy, Mark, at our nursery. He does a fabulous job keeping stuff deadheaded and looking fresh and good. And um, like I say, we've got a, a ceramic outdoor pottery sale, and we'd love to see you today, Garden Hut. We're at 1004 Old Honeycut Road in Fuquay, Verena, and we will be there till 3. I love, love these. Isn't that beautiful? It is gorgeous. And, and this one has the burgundy foliage, too, so yeah. I call that a twofer. And so right. does this one. John uh, John at Long Hill Nursery out of the market gave mm-hmm. us a bunch of them to give away last week. Thanks again, John, for that. Uh, there were a lot of happy listeners who You know, he also by. goes by the name of Buck. Buck? Buck? I didn't know that. I knew Buck Henry from Nashville. Yeah. he worked. You know, he worked for Cliff Joyner when oh, Cliff no. ran, uh, ran his daddy's grocery store. Buck Henry worked there. Yeah. He checked you out. Yeah. And I like Buck Owens. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of you. I love the listeners. Uh, y'all have a safe weekend. Thanks, you, Miss Nelson, Miss Ann, Brother Rufus, uh, Johnny. Thank you so much, buddy. Take care, Johnny. You're going to be on soon, I hope. Y'all take care. Jason, thank you, buddy. Yeah, we'll see you, you next week. <laughs>